0: I spent five minutes in Petrified Forest and felt identity with it. I felt there's something in that landscape that speaks to who I am. Hello again, friends. Thank you very much for joining me here on the Wisdom of the Wilderness podcast. My name is Greg, and I'm your host, where each week we share wisdom gained from time spent in nature— with a dose of inspirational and empowering stories of everyday people moving through uncharted territory, both literal and figurative. I hope you're as excited as I am to hear what we've got for you this week. Why don't we get started? All right. Hello again, friends. Thank you for joining me here at the Wisdom of the Wilderness podcast. This is Greg on a rainy day. I am hiding out of the rain, outside got some nice warm clothes on, and uh, appreciating all the rain that is falling down because it is recharging the soil and stuff is starting to grow here. So hope that wherever you are, things are starting to grow, spring is beginning to spring, and things are looking up. And on that note, I am excited to talk about the topic I have for today, which is actually a pretty cool one because it's the wisdom and things I've learned from gardening which is something people tend to associate with this time of year. Snow is melting, temperatures are warming up, and people are thinking about what to plant for the year. And I figured, what better time than now to do a little chat about it? Okay, so gardening. It's something I grew up around. My mom did a ton of gardening, and I was a kid, and didn't particularly care. Playing outside was way more important. But now that I am older and maybe a little bit wiser it's something that has become a renewed interest and it's been really cool to have access to a garden and to start getting ideas and actually for me spend a bunch of time learning things over the winter i've got a renewed interest um It's something that I had wanted to do for a long time and kept putting off, or I lived in apartments and didn't have an outdoor space. Lived in an apartment and it was in the shade, but I grew some patio tomatoes anyway. Um, Actually dug a garden up in the Yukon summer and grew some cool stuff up there with a little cold frame that was just thrown together. But it's been really cool to actually see things and to try and pick up some knowledge off of my mom. Thanks, mom friends that I've made, people I've met different places, as well as use a lot of resources on the internet, whether it's been websites or following some really interesting people on videos with a lot of different techniques on how to build things, how to start seeds from, (laughs) how to start plants from seeds, how to build little cold frames, how to build little greenhouses, having access to scrap wood and a whole bunch of projects that I've just created, uh, amateur style winging it has been a lot of fun and has kept me a little bit busy the past while in anticipation of spending more time outdoors this spring and fall, sorry, spring and summer and fall, and just learning trial by error, see what happens, put it in the ground and see how she goes. So I figured why not share a little bit about some of the things that I just journaled about and wrote down as some talking points about wisdom from gardening. The first really big one that I think, and one of the, the most important ones is the role of just being outside. I've harped on this a lot on the podcast, but just to get outside and be in contact with the dirt, to be grounded, to, to be outside, to breathe fresh air. These things are fantastic. As you're nourishing plants, you're nourishing yourself, right? But the main one is getting outside. So you're getting outside, you're getting fresh air, you're getting sunlight when you go out to check on your plants. Uh, water the plants in the morning or the evening. Go and pick the tomatoes. Go and see how the little lettuces are doing. Check out the figs perhaps. You're outside, so you're building your immune system. You're synthesizing vitamin D from the sun. You're getting fresh air. You are hopefully touching the actual dirt, and you're getting aspects of grounding because you're contacting the natural surface of the earth with the natural surface of your body, hands or feet in the dirt. I have really enjoyed walking around barefoot a lot more this year. I spend some time every day, even if it's snowy, standing barefoot on the earth. Uh, It's one of the things I picked up from a mentor of mine Years ago to walk around the garden barefoot, also being careful to watch out for sharp things. The aspects of nature is a really cool one for gardening because there's so many different things that you start to see and observe and notice and appreciate in a different way. I'd hope by now people have heard all the stuff about bees and about soils and environmental issues that, that are going around, but... Um, But by planting a garden, whether it's flowers, whether it's fruits and vegetables, whether it's planting some trees, you start to notice and appreciate the insect life and the variety of different pollinators that are out there. You know, there's some lavender around, there's um, peas around, there's lots of bright things. And it's really cool to be somewhere in the summer and see all the bees going from tomato to tomato to help pollinate them, to help them grow to see the little ladybugs flying around, to see worms crawling through the soil, all of these things are helping out and life is helping life. So you, you're really connecting with those cycles of nature and the appreciation of it. You know, it, It's really cool to watch the raspberries come up, to, to go for a run around the lake and see, hey, wow, this isn't me gardening, but there's a heck of a lot of blackberries out here. This is really, really cool that there's just growing out here. As well as being able to see and appreciate nature more, we can appreciate some of the other cycles at the same time. right? I mentioned it's raining. It's on the West Coast. It rains a lot. I'm going to probably stop talking about how much it rains. Uh, I would like more sunshine. But you can appreciate the water cycle because this time of year, it's precipitating a lot. for a while there in the summers there wasn't very much precipitation so drought like conditions can become a thing so you start to see some of the rhythm nature this the water cycle you know it's falling it's pooling on the concrete right now that'll evaporate back up and rain down again the the soil cycle and the nutrient cycles is something really neat too of where stuff was planted last year maybe not the best idea to plant the same thing there this year, so that different nutrients can accumulate and be taken up by different varieties of plants. And there are a ton of resources about that. I highly suggest you do some research into that for what you're working with and where you're going, but it's neat to see. There are also cycles of Birth and life and growth and decay. You know, it's the springtime, so those little buds are starting on some of the trees here. On some of the flowers here are beginning to grow. It's been about reasonable warmth, but I know some places are coming out of a deep freeze, or it still could be the midst of winter. And spring is that that new, fresh energy, right? The the wood element coming up. We've got green. It's going to be vibrant. There'll be birds chirping, perhaps. There'll be insects flying around again, there'll be color coming back in some places. So we really tap into that, that cycle of, of, you know, birth and growth and new life. And then we'll start to see maximum growth and things at the the height of summer when we start to harvest. And then we go back into that cycle, you know, things are, things are done, the harvest is over, things start to wither, the colors lost, there's decay, and then you go back to dormancy. So we're really becoming a part of the the cycles and the rhythms of the living breathing world all around us. It's really cool. And it's something that I appreciate in a new way. It's also tying to solar cycles. So at least for here, it's been wonderful to see the sun come up before 7am to not get up and go somewhere in the pitch dark and be not even home yet. And it's pitch dark, but to to have more light and more vibrancy and start to wake up and enliven the body. That's been something really, really cool. Kind of tying into that, to those cycles is the idea of seeds, right? Because we have this little tiny thing that has all the knowledge, wisdom, genetics, whatever you want to call it inside of it. I put a little seed in the ground. I planted some onions last week and little sprouts are coming up. They know that they're going to be an onion. All of the stuff, all of the blueprint is in there to become that onion. It's really cool and really neat to think about that cycle of this little onion seed was part of an onion that was planted last year, which is part of an onion planted before. So, you know, looking forward and backwards in the generation is something that I think is kind of cool. You may think I'm kind of weird, but I think it's pretty cool. And with that innate wisdom, within the seeds, we connect with that human idea as well, right? Because we've got babies grow and develop into people like me now, and then into people different than me. But we have that those seeds of potential, you know, The, the seed is the idea of something and then wow, this little tiny thing can become an oak tree. But once upon a time, it was an acorn. I think that's really cool. And it's that possibility. Stages of life is what I'd written down. That that sort of thing. Are you know in birth and decay? Are you in growth? It's it's just neat and some wisdom I'm sure can be gleaned there much more than I can elaborate on, in the context of these little notes that I wrote. As well as the stages of life, there's the stages of beauty. So for right now, you know it's there's some stuff is starting to green up, but the the area that the garden is is in is bare ground for the most part right now there's a little bit of winter crop on it the grass is a little bit green but seeing that bare patch of dirt is a way of looking at emptiness but also possibilities anticipation you know i can start to maybe plan some things out or if you've got a little a little raised bed or you've got a uh, spot in a community garden or your own backyard or your neighbors or your friends or the farm you work or volunteer at there's the idea of possibility What's the crop going to be like? Will the tomatoes grow well here? Will they not? We have all these ideas and excitement for what could be. And that's really cool. You know, for me, it's been really neat. I remember doing some sprouts as a kid and this has been cool to, to put something in the little egg shell or the egg carton and uh, move it into the sun, take it out of the sun, move it into the sun, take it into the sun, bring them in at night, take them out of, in the morning. Um, it's been cool to see those little sprouts come up because the sprouts are becoming something. I'm excited. Maybe not everybody's excited, but I'm excited. We then move into the different stages. So there's a, the little birth part and then eventually the little sprouts will start to flower Eventually, they'll be fruit-bearing or vegetable-bearing, bounty-bearing regardless. Uh, They'll be harvested and something that I can enjoy eating in some capacity, which is really cool because there's nothing quite like eating something that you have tended and nourished and helped to grow for quite some time. And then there is the beauty of all the colors in the middle of the summer with tomatoes turning green, turning red. Uh all the other colors of the plants, some of the beauty of the oh gosh the lavender uh, the tulips and anything that's out there there's color and different ways to appreciate it and then we also get the stages and I think there is beauty in the dormant period, but also in that decay period where like, hey, all the fruit is off the tomatoes, but they're still here as a reminder of all of the goodness that they have, they have brought to life, whether it's nourishment through nutrition, whether it's nourishment through the soul, whether it's nourishment by inviting someone to come out and prune them or weed or water to, to be connected in a different way. I think that's really cool and something that maybe is underappreciated. Not necessarily tied into that, but another thread of thought that I had for some wisdom is to prepare the environment with gardening and, you know, with planting seeds or with, with helping to maintain plants, having houseplants, we want to prepare the environment so that they can be primed to succeed. Um, this is the first time I've gone and bought some potting soil for the little seeds. And I read up on all kinds of different blogs online and watched a bunch of videos for some great channels that I appreciate and thought, why don't I try some of these new things? If I can create and prepare a good environment to seeds to be nourished in, then I think that they're going to nourish me with my outdoor time, with the joy they'll bring the excitement of growing and also with, uh, lost, totally lost my train of thought there. Um, eating them. Yeah. Appreciating them. As well, I can hold, I can help by preparing that environment, trying to ensure that there's the most, uh, benefit to everything growing. I can also help to hold a positive intent for, like, hey, what's it gonna taste like to have this magnificent tomato harvest? What are these habaneros gonna taste like? I'm so excited to be making hot sauce in maybe the late summer, maybe in the fall. Uh, I think that's, that's a really cool deal. And I'm excited about it. The uh, next thing I've got written down here is helping life grow. Because again, you know, I'm, there's a lot of wisdom in, in supporting and being a part of a journey of another person or of another plant. So you know, I am some part of this magnificent journey that these little onion seedlings are going to have or the charred seedlings are going to have or the potato that just showed up in the stevia plot pot. Um, that's super cool. Something I'd never seen before, but I think it's freaking awesome, right? Talks about getting outside. And this is, I decided to, to end with this one because there's a lot of threads off of this one is the empowering aspect of gardening. There's a lot of joy and pride and I can do it um, inspiration that can come from planting a garden and and seeing things go in growing something yourself. It's a start, perhaps on a road to some more self-sufficiency or some food security. It's a way to connect more with the joy of being a part of something. Um, watching the growth, eating the harvest, uh, as well as connecting, helping bees by providing nourishment for bees and other pollinators. Um, and also by, by by nourishing those pollinators and those other insects, that's part of the food cycle for all the robins that live around here and eventually the eagles that live around here and all of the other urban wildlife of various capacities. There's It's empowering to see what can become from the idea you know it's it was it was a neat experience um last year i got into it a bit and just learned some different things learned a lot i'm fortunate to have some contacts that have a lot more experience than i do and that are happy to share it and i learned a lot from my mom i learned a lot from other people in my awareness i learned a lot from looking at things online um That's just been been a really cool experience for me and has helped me empowering because as I gain that knowledge and experience and wisdom, I can share that with other people that I know who maybe don't have a garden or don't have access to a garden or weren't particularly interested, but are wanting to, to be a part of the growth cycle, reestablish that connection with nature. Uh, and even that connection with the inner nature, I think it's a really cool thing to do. Um, It can be an experience that builds upon itself and builds upon itself and builds upon itself. And maybe that is the catalyst that leads to trying something new in another avenue of life, whether it's a physical challenge or something you've wanted to do, just wanting to have a garden, like taking that first step of looking around to see what grows, buying a succulent and trying it. It just, it's getting started on that path and you don't know for sure where it's going to lead, but you try it it works that builds confidence it builds confidence for the next thing confidence for the next thing as well with the empowerment like you're learning new skills you're whether that's how to dig out the soil whether that's how to mix potting soil whether that's where the plant where the plant thrives and where it doesn't thrive what things enjoy living together and what things are beneficial living together and what things are challenging or you know don't do so great together. Um, what grows in your area, what doesn't grow in your area, or what grows in the part of the the garden versus what grows better in a different part of the garden. It's all new skills and new learnings. And with that, we're tapping into ancestral knowledge or traditional wisdom of looking at all these amazing different plants that we can put into the ground, or harvest, or tend, or nourish that can help nourish us, whether we're looking at lavender for the myriad medicinal uses it has whether we're looking at tomatoes for their aesthetic beauty or their taste or you know the antioxidants in the red plants perhaps it's eggplant with all the antioxidants and the different compounds in the purple varieties. Uh, maybe it's the sheer pleasure of eating a fresh apple or a fresh fig we can we're really tapping into these different aspects and different things we can we can use and we can learn to perhaps, Try some of the different healing remedies different plants have, the effects of garlic and onions, uh, how so many of these plants are good for us and provide nourishment in different ways that can help us nourish our bodies, minds, and souls. And the last part of empowerment I wanted to touch on was opening up to a new world. You know, there's this magnificent world of beauty all around us and knowledge and wisdom all around us. And... I was impressed at having had this idea, you know, hey, I'd like to participate in gardening more, to have that opportunity and to get into it and start to see and appreciate with not a heck of a lot of knowledge. Granted, I have, <laughs> I am by no means an expert, but to start to see, wow, these plants do well together. Look at the color here. These things bloom at slightly different times. It's, It's been really neat to see that, and it's opened up a new world of, Look at all these different varieties. Look at all these different kinds of lettuce I could buy and try. Look at all these totally different plants that, wow, I love jalapenos. Let's buy some. I love habaneros. Let's buy some. It's it's opened up a new world that that has led me down a, a lot of neat pathways of like, what's the best way to make compost? Uh, how can you garden in an urban area? Um, what are some of the ways that people garden or plant things in different climates. Uh, how can what I'm watching on this video online, how could I apply some of that stuff to the, the climate and the environment here? It's, it's been really neat and has really helped to start think thinking about things in a different way and combining different ideas for something that might work Or potentially can work better because it's you know combining different skills from different places so i found that to be really neat and just something that came up from gardening and i don't think gardening has to be the specific example there's a lot of other a lot of other examples i could give of something that provides these same tenets of wisdom or aspects of connection that could be up there but gardening is one that popped into my mind As a topic to talk about because it is one that can have so many really neat directions it can be taken and explored and experienced and customized for oneself so with that i hope there's a nugget of something or a kernel of something or something entertaining that you got from this episode i appreciate you all being here And uh, to everyone out there, I hope that you can plant something this year, that you can watch it grow, that you can help nourish it, it can help nourish you, and that there is more joy and beauty and color and light brought into your life as a result. With that, I will bid everyone adieu. I hope you have a fantastic day, morning, afternoon, evening, sleep, wherever it is, you are whatever it is you may be doing. Thank you for being here for part of your day. Thank you for sharing for part, of it, part of it with me. And I wish you all the best. Until the next time, get outside, take a nice breath of fresh air, smile at the sun. We will talk again soon. All right. Thank you so much for staying with me through to the end, friends. This was a fun episode to record. As always, I hope you're inspired and empowered to perhaps try something new or look at things in a different way. If you know someone else that you think might benefit from listening to this, please share it with them, whether it's a friend, neighbor, colleague, family member, whomever it may be. There's a lot of great information out there, and there's a lot of people who can benefit from from hearing what we're talking about here. Thank you so much for spending part of your day with me. I hope you do have a wonderful day or evening. I hope you get a chance to get outside in nature today. And a last favor, if you do get a chance, please leave a review on whichever podcast platform you're listening to this to. That helps me out and uh, helps get the ratings up so more people can find out about it. All right. Have a wonderful day wherever you are. We'll catch you on the flip-flop.